Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. How many times have you manifested someone texting you and some old boyfriends came out of the woodwork and called you or texted you and said, hey, how you doing? Yeah, and I'm like, wrong ex. <laughs> Damn wrong ex. <laughs> not, not that one. Shit. I did it wrong. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new episode of Almost Adulting with me, your big sister, your host, and your best friend. <laughs> that what I usually say? Violet Benson. So this is the second episode of the month on the podcast of September. This month, we're all about, you know, checking in with ourselves, our goals, how to do better in life, how to manifest and so on. Since we are heading towards the end of the year, but not fully. So we still have time to, you know, to be better, to change things in our lives that we're not happy with and so on. So today, my special guest is, is basically a guy that I been following for a while on YouTube where I watch his manifesting videos. So today he will be teaching us how to manifest what we want, whether it's an ex-partner, a future partner, a job, money, and so on. Before we get started, I wanted to share a few stories when it comes to manifesting. I know not everyone believes in it. And obviously when you really want something, you never get it. It never happens to me. And I have noticed a lot of my stories come from when I was younger and I dreamt about something and I really wanted something, it's normally when I was younger. And I feel like the reason is when we're younger, we are genuinely constantly manifesting things without realizing because we just are dreaming about it and we're just thinking about it in such a positive light and we just assume it's going to happen. I think when we get older, we get super jaded. So then instead of just assuming something will happen for us, we kind of go like, well, why would this happen to me? No way all the shit things happen to me all the time. We're like, there's no way this person could love me, blah, blah, blah. There's no way I would get this job. So we're just negative. Then we push negative energy onto the universe. In case you missed last week's episode, you should definitely listen to it. That one was all about low vibrations and how you can make the most out of being in low vibrations and how it's actually super necessary. So hopefully you first listen to last week's solo episode. It's only 28 minutes, super short about being in low vibrations. Then when you feel like you're in high vibrations again, when you feel better, when you feel like you made the changes you need to make, then you can listen to today's episode and you can manifest what you want. But I remember when I was younger, I didn't have a car and I didn't have a license. And the reason I didn't have a license, I kept saying it was because I just didn't care to drive, but it was actually because my dad couldn't get me a car. And I was too embarrassed to tell my friends that I don't won't be able to have a car like my the rest of my friends, my rich friends. Everyone was kind of rich compared to me. <laughs> then I remember my dad said, okay, I saved some money up. I'll give you $5,000 towards a car. And the car that I wanted was a Passat, but it was okay with the used Passat. But I just noticed all the girls were driving a VW, a Volkswagen. So a Jetta or Passat is what I wanted because I noticed all the cute girls in my school drove Jettas. So that's what I wanted, but I couldn't get a brand new Jetta, obviously. And my dad said, I have $5,000. I'll put it towards whatever car you want. And that wasn't enough. So my brain, I just kept imagining myself driving a Volkswagen, like a cute Volkswagen. I wasn't thinking, oh, I really want a car or I'll never get a car or anything like that. I was just like, hmm, wouldn't it be cute if I was like in this like really cute black Volkswagen? And that's all. I just kept thinking about it. I wasn't thinking, oh, I need more money to get this car. None of that. And then I got my license because my friend tricked me and forced me to get my license. So anyway, I went through all that and I got my license and now it was time for me to get a car. I'm sitting there one day as my dad's telling me about the $5,000 and places I should look for used cars to buy. And my mom was like, oh, there's a check in the mail for Violetta. And I'm still at university when this happened. I got my license when I was 20. So I was about to graduate university. And I opened the letter 
and it was a grant from the university for another $5,000 for being in the top 10% in school. My school, which by the way, I did not take seriously at university, I went to Cal State, and I barely showed up to school. Yes, I took the exams and stuff like that, but I wasn't even keeping up with how I was doing in school because I was so obsessed with having sex with my boyfriend. That was like the only thing I would think about. And it was literally no one believed in me, including myself, to the point that my dad looked at the check and he said, no, this is obviously fraud. Someone mailed this to us because they want us to cash it and somehow they're going to steal money from my bank account. This is fraud. This isn't real. There's no way Violetta is in the top 10% of smartest kids in school. It doesn't make sense. And I was like, I'm with you there. My daddy issues, <laughs> 100%. My sister's a smart one. It's not me. There's no way. And we had to call the school to verify that they actually sent me this random grant. And they were like, yeah, it's for you. So ended up with another $5,000 literally that day. So that day I suddenly had $10,000 to go buy a car, which ended up being a Passat, exactly like I imagined in my head for like weeks on end. It just happened. So I never sat there and was thinking, I want a Volkswagen. I never sat there and I was thinking, okay, I want it, but like, how would this even happen? Does it make sense? Like, where would I get the money? It was more like I have this Volkswagen. I was imagining me driving it and I was imagining me having it in a very positive light without any expectations. It was just my little fun dream to kind of not think about life. And then it just happened. Money just came in. I'm not saying this always happens, but I do feel like when you're younger, things do the kind of just happen to you when you imagine them versus when you're older, we prevent ourselves and we stop ourselves from living a happy life. We're not thankful for little moments that happen to us where we don't think good things can happen to us because we're so jaded. We're so unhappy. We're so angry at the world. I mean, even recently, I had to re-listen to last week's episode about the low vibrations because I was feeling low and I was being negative until, well, not even recently, today it happened to me. Uh, I'll explain in a different episode, but somebody kind of made a comment to me like, V, you have all these episodes about being positive and all that and what are you doing right now? You're not being that. And I was like, I know, I suck. And I was crying because I was upset about something. But I realized that this person was right. It can always be worse. You should take moments to be thankful for where you're at. And you should know it can always be worse. And you should be thankful that usually whatever you're going through will get better. There's always a silver lining. And I think, um, I don't know, I think that's important. So yeah, that's my little quick spiel about manifesting my car, which by the way, if you listen to my Spotify show, Hey Besties, that's every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time. 10 p.m. Eastern time and it's live on Spotify, you would know that when I passed my driving test, I totaled my car that night. <laughs> so I guess I manifested a car, but I didn't manifest me actually driving it. <laughs> a little small detail I forgot to mention, but don't worry. My dad fixed that car. It was like almost totaled. I thought the car was going to just completely be totaled because I drove into um, a brick wall of a bank long story i'll tell you a different episode and my dad when he found out i had to lock myself in my room for like two days because he wanted to beat the shit at me like i thought he was gonna break down the door the way he would be knocking i starved myself i wouldn't go outside the room and eventually he just had to get over it so i can come out of the room and then he felt bad and he fixed my car because he is my dad's a bioscience engineer and a mechanic he has mechanical engineering degree as well. So he was able to fix it. He's a very smart man with anger issues, but he's worked on them since. So <laughs> that's for another episode. Anyway, you guys, I really hope you enjoy today's episode. No pop culture, but tonight I will be talking about pop culture and I'll be talking about um, Emeretta clowning her her man, her ex-man on TikTok and also on the whole spiel with Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde and all that on my Hey Besties show tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific time on Spotify Live and then it'll be available on Spotify two days later. And also make sure to catch this current episode on YouTube tomorrow on Almost Adulting YouTube channel. All right, you guys, enjoy this episode. Love you. Hey besties, and welcome to a brand new episode of Almost Adulting with me, your host, Violet Benson. So 
Today, I want to welcome my amazing guest, Robert Zink. Robert is a businessman, mystic mentor, and life coach who focuses heavily on personal empowerment, career enhancement, and the law of attraction. I actually found him because I'm a fan of his YouTube videos and specifically manifesting. And then one day I realized why not just also invite him on my podcast because he is perfect for the month of September. So welcome. Nice to be here. I want everyone else to get to know you and find out why I watch your videos. So before we get into things, can you explain to people what is your definition of manifesting, manifestation? Well, manifesting is something each and every one of us do all the time. It's not some special hocus pocus. Now, there are techniques for manifesting, but basically everything in your life is a result of your beliefs, your thoughts, your emotions, and your feelings. And those feelings connect to reality, to the infinite field, to the quantum field. I like to call it the infinite field of potential because it has unlimited potential. But it has the potential to bring a lot of, a lot of bad stuff into your life, but it also has the potential to bring some good stuff. So we're, we are we are always manifesting. It's something that we do. It's what we are. We're co-creators of our reality. Right. So you're saying even people who think they're not practicing manifesting, they actually are just basically with their thoughts. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can ask somebody and they say, oh, I don't believe in that. I said, well, how'd you get that car? Oh, uh, well, I, you know, I saw it in a magazine. Oh, you had a thought. Okay. Why were you looking in the magazine? Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe you had a belief that you'd find the kind of car you were desiring in a magazine. You find the car, you have a thought, and then you emotionalize it. You, at some level, feel yourself with that car. I'm going to look cool with this car, you know. And next thing you know, you're on the dealership buying a car. Yeah, or it's kind of like we all have that one friend where everything, constantly bad things happen to that friend and they don't realize that they're manifesting the bad things because they're like, what else can go wrong? Oh, great. Of course, this would happen to me. And then something else happens. Something else happens. Yeah, so you can see it. You can, and when you're, when you're around somebody where, you know, they just have a rain cloud over their head, you can kind of see how they're attracting this stuff. And it becomes more obvious, even to the non-believer, they go, wow, this person is just like, their thoughts are in the wrong place. That's what happens. Last week's episode, I talk about being in low vibrations. And it's true, not every day you can be on high vibrations, manifesting what you want, but low vibrations help you realize what's not working for you. So how can someone who is just going through the low vibrations being negative, how can they change their mindset to start attracting positive things instead of negative? What can they do? Well, there's a number of things they can do. What I like to do is use a negative technique. And I like to say, hey, if you were God, what are the things that you would take out of your life that you really don't want in your life? I don't want to be sick anymore. Uh, I don't want to struggle for money. Uh, I don't want to be, have time constraints, whatever. So people go through this list and then I say, look, now, what's the opposite of each one of these? I don't want to have time constraints. I want to have the ability to make my own decisions as to what I do with my time. Okay. Now, take it from the stage of want, because everybody wants something, right? We all want something. And move it into the stage of having. What does it feel like? How good do you feel now that you have the ability to be mostly in control of your time. And once you start feeling it, remember we went through that, that kind of litany of beliefs and then, uh, you know, thoughts, emotions, feelings. Once you're into the feeling state and you can hold it, maybe you can only hold it there for a minute before you give it up and say, I don't believe this. Maybe the next time you can hold it for two minutes, three minutes, and pretty soon it becomes kind of who you are. You know, it's like when I did money and, I, and I've taught a lot of this, a lot of people with uh, business people with money issues. And I say, look, what do you see your company doing? Where would you really like to be? And they give me a number and I said, well, okay, you've got to start living in that place. And once they get there, it takes a little while, but once they get there, 
they start saying to themselves, oh my God, I'm surprised when I don't make that kind of money. Yeah. It's funny, during the pandemic, a lot of brands stopped working with me because no one knew how long the pandemic would go on for and I have a mortgage to pay. And I kind of started to get a little nervous in my head about money. And I remember I asked my friend to send me a screenshot of her bank account because she made, was making a lot of money. And because we both believe in manifesting. And she sent me a screenshot of her bank account. And then every day I kept looking at it and it was hard, you know, cause you're lying to yourself. But I kept trying to tell myself like, this is gonna be my, this is my bank account. And every time I looked at it, I started to try to make myself feel like money's coming in and I started to believe in and then jobs did start coming my way. I'm not saying, I think people get confused and they think it doesn't make sense. How do you go from A to Z? You, you Obviously you have to put in the work and every it's not like to, i'm like i'm gonna marry brad pitt okay cool it's happening because i felt it <laughs> i think that's where people get confused would you say is there a wrong way to go about manifesting i guess for example like what i just stated how people just think you're like well you, okay so the person that wants to, to marry brad pitt generally is more in a state of want than belief that's the difference you know so the wrong way to go about manifesting is writing out your affirmations and your intentions, saying things like, I want this, I want that, I want this. Okay, everybody wants something. There's nobody on this planet who is breathing that doesn't want something. That just goes without saying. Okay, what you want to do is co-create something. And that's the difference. You have to believe it to receive it. Most right. people don't believe that they're not going to be with Brad Pitt, you know, or, or someone else. So, yeah, it's kind of like if you want love really badly, but you don't love yourself. So you don't actually, if you think you're not lovable, but you want love so badly, you may not actually attract that type of love because you don't believe it yourself that you deserve it. Right. Kind of like that. Exactly. Yeah. You want to feel that you're worthy of everything that you're attracting. Otherwise it doesn't stay with you. So do you have any advice for people who are new to this practice and the importance of actually sticking with it? I like to start small and, and start building confidence. You know, it's kind of like weightlifting. You don't go in there and pick up the heaviest weight and try to curl it. You start small and you build muscle. And it's the same thing with, with manifesting, being what they call a conscious manifester. I'm consciously manifesting. And so maybe, you know, you've heard this before, but I like to, I still use it. The, the parking spot right near the store, you know, I used it a lot when I lived in Oregon because it was raining all the time. So it was a necessity there to manifest a close parking spot. And you just kind of see it, you feel it, you accept it, it's yours. Then you release it, you let it go. You're not, you're not sitting there the entire drive going, I hope I get a, I hope I get it. Because that puts you back in the state of wanting again. And wanting is operating from a lack mentality. I'm so glad that they've set a parking spot for me right up by the front of the store. It feels good. I like that. And sometimes we'll drive through once and there's no spot. And I say, go one more time. Boom, there it is. You know? That's so true. It is hard, though, to subconsciously, almost in a way, lie to yourself. I think it's more in a way that you just know it's going to happen. Like, I really wanted a specific job. And I asked my friend to reach out to the brand on my behalf. And she heard nothing for almost a week. And then I, I was thinking of reaching out myself. And then I said, no, you know what? I'm going to get the job. No, I'm getting the job. I have it. They're reaching out to me. They're going to want, they want me. Why wouldn't they? I'm just going to let it go. And I let it go. And I kid you not, last week on Sunday, they, one of the brand people from it texted me about it. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy. Like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It feels like you are lying to yourself. I understand that. I get that. You go, well, wait a minute. I don't have that new car. I don't have that new home. I'm lying to myself. No, you're not really lying to yourself. You are a co-creator. So you are creating that home and that's the method you're using to create that home in your life. I have this tendency where I can kind of get jealous of partners after I date them and we break up. They always have something specific about them that I end up getting jealous or envious of them that I really want. It's almost a weird competitiveness. And every time I end it with someone, I start to look at something that they have and it's my, I don't know, it's somehow it helps me get over them like that. And then it's all I want. And then I end up somehow manifesting that, end up getting it. And I don't know what that is, but it happens like one of the last guys I dated, he was with an agency I really wanted to be, I didn't want to be with, but once we broke up, I said, wow, I'm just not as cool as him. If I was this agency, I would be as cool as him. And I kept thinking about that agency and I'm with that agency. And then the other two guys I dated, had this car that I became obsessed with after we broke up. And I said, they're so much cooler than me. If I had that car, I'd be just as cool as them. And then I ended up getting that car. So what is that? You're you're just really a good manifester. Is that what it is? You're really good at it because you're not giving yourself any room for doubt. Well, when I do those things, I don't actually even know how it's going to happen. I'm just like, I'm just jealous. That's the key. Yeah, you you don't always know how something's gonna come about. And then you think about it, you have that thought, you feel it, it would be nice, and then you let it go, you release it. So that's kind of like, it's, I mean, you could sit down and write it out as well, but you don't do that. You don't need You don't need that extra step. Now that I think about it, I let it go, because in a way I give up, versus when I like someone and then I want them to call me or text me or anything like that, I tell myself, oh, if I let it go, then they'll come back to me. But it's my brain still thinking about it. And that's why they don't come back to me. But those work things do happen because I actually genuinely don't care anymore about the outcome. Exactly. You don't care about the outcome because it it just is going to happen. I mean, you don't you don't necessarily believe it's going to happen. You don't believe it's not going to happen. You're just letting it go. And that's what happens with clients I work with. Sometimes I'll work with usually women, sometimes men, mostly women. And all of a sudden they'll go through a breakup and they'll be, I've got to get him back. I've got to get him to talk to me. Should I do the 30 day no contact? And should I try this? Should I try that? And I said, look at anything that you've read about, he's probably read about too. So it, you know, 20 years ago, 30 day no contact might have worked. Okay. But it doesn't work anymore. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows what you're doing. You're not surprising anybody. So I said, look, what would happen if you just, just relaxed and said, I'm going to focus on making myself happy. I know I'm in pain. So the most important thing that I can do is pamper myself and make myself happy. And next thing you know, she's out maybe dating someone else. You know, she finds some guy that she's kind of interested in. She likes a little bit. He's nice. They're going out. Bam. That's when her old boyfriend is calling. That's when he wants her. Because she's no longer psychically in his head anymore all the time, wanting and pleading and needing, whether it's verbally or psychically, energetically, vibrationally, you know? So she's released it. And he feels that release and he doesn't like it because he had a sense of power and control. Now he doesn't have it and he wants it back. So you're saying that psychic connection that sometimes we feel with other people, that link, it actually is kind of real. So people can feel when you're still not over them. They may not consciously feel it the way a, a psychic would say, I feel this or I feel that. But at some level, we are we are connected together, especially if you've had a intimate relationship, you know, there's a bond there. There's a connection there that, that the two of you have, and it's, it doesn't just disappear because he broke it up or you broke it up. It's, it's there for a long time. It may always be there at some level. 
Yeah, so speaking of that, one of your most popular videos on your channel is about attracting a specific person. I mean, you kind of just talked about it, but do you have a way to kind of break down the steps that are involved in accomplishing this? It begins with taking them off the pedestal. They're on a pedestal and you've placed them there or somehow through what I call power games in the relationship, they've ended up on the pedestal and you've ended up as the servant, you know, and you're, and so you've got to, you've got to kick that pedestal out from underneath them. And that can involve any number of things, but usually it involves not being available for them at their beck and call. Now, if they're not calling or anything else right now, then that's, that's neither here, but you've got to take them off the pedestal in your mind and you've got to put yourself back on the pedestal. And we just talked about that a moment ago. How happy can you make yourself? Even though you, you kind of are upset that you've gone through a breakup, you're maybe lonely. How happy can you, can you force yourself to ride a bicycle if that's what makes you happy? I've had people say, Robert, I can't ride it. I can't do anything. I have one client every week. He's been with me now for seven weeks. Every week he starts off with, I'm very close to committing suicide. I go, what? And that's going to attract your wife back, right? That's the wrong technique. You know, I don't make light of it, but I want him to understand that this won't accomplish anything for him. Yeah. You don't want anyone to come back to you because they feel sorry for you. Right. That's not, okay. that relationship will never work. Yeah. So I have a client, we'll call him Jimmy. And Jimmy's been separated for about two months from his girlfriend. And when they broke up, she said, well, you know, maybe someday we'll run into each other in the supermarket or something and it'll just be meant to be. He was out. He's, he's uh, completely reinvented himself. He's got new tattoos, got a new hairstyle. He's got a new car. He's got a new home. I mean, he's leveled up his life like tremendously. And he is out having some sushi one night, a few days ago, actually. And, uh, and she, uh, was there in the sushi bar. He didn't expect to see her. He didn't look forward to seeing her. There she was. And she was so shocked that he looks so different, that his energy was so different, that he was living his best life even without her. So now, you know, as I say, the game is afoot and we'll see what happens. But I, I suspect that she will start contacting him soon if she hasn't already. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 It's always like, are you happy without me? Then you know something I don't. So I want back in on this. That's always what happens. Think of, think of a relationship like a good, a good money tip. Everybody wants in on a good money tip. Oh, I heard about this NFT where you can make a lot of money, you know? Oh, tell me about it. I want in on it. I've got some money right here. Okay. Everybody wants in on a good money tip. Everybody wants to be a part of your life when you're on top of the world and you're living your best life. That's the strongest magnetic force you can use to create anything you want, but especially the relationship you desire. And then there's one other thing in all your affirmations and all of that. People say, my affirmation is I want Jim back. I said, well, first off, you're operating from lack, from scarcity, and that's not going to work. So let's get rid of the want. Okay. I'm in a great relationship with Jim. Okay, that's fine. Now you, you're operating in present tense. I'm in a great relationship with Jim. Finish the sentence. Well, that's it. No, that's not it. What's the rest of the sentence? I don't know. I'm in a great relationship with Jim or someone better. Oh. Now I've taken the obsession away from Jim. If I don't score with Jim, that sounds weird for me, but if I don't score <laughs> with Jim, then I'm scoring with someone that's even better. He's taller, he's got more money, and he treats me better. I can't lose. I'm unstoppable. I cannot lose. So you have to be okay and open to also asking for something else. We'll give you an example. I won on 
Spotify. I've got to be on Spotify. I am on Spotify or something better. Next thing you know, you're being called by the Discovery Channel or NBC News or something. They want you. See, you got something better. Okay. It isn't that you want to be on Spotify. You want to be on a vehicle that reaches the people that want to hear what you have to say. And there's always something better being created. No, I agree. Cause sometimes you really want someone to text you. So you manifest them texting you, but you don't think of any, the rest of it. So that person, your ex can reach out to you, but you didn't actually think of the relationship and him treating you better and all that. So yeah, he'll text you, but then you didn't manifest the rest. So then you just end up getting the same shitty relationship you had before. Right. And how many times have you manifested someone texting you and some old boyfriends came out of the woodwork and called you or texted you and said, Hey, how you doing? Yeah, and I'm like, wrong ex. <laughs> Damn wrong. <laughs> not, not that one. Shit. I did it wrong. Um, so then, okay, so then can I go through the steps again? The number one is to take them off the pedestal. Number two is remove the want and turn it into a belief. So I want a gym or something better. Is there any, any other steps? The next step is that it's like anything that we manifest. We see it. And then we feel it, we feel it in our body. So I had a guy yesterday, I said, let's visualize this together, which is the next step, visualization. And he started visualizing. He said, I said, what's your visualization? He says, I'm out on a dinner with my girlfriend. I said, that's not a visualization. I said, you walk in, the waiter or the maitre d' asks you uh, to wait a few moments, what your name is, uh, getting your table ready. You hold her hand. She is, she looks at you and you say, this is going to be a great evening. And she smiles and she's excited. Do you see, I'm putting detail. I'm, I'm putting, I'm making it so realistic that my brain does believe it. You know, you go to the table, you're a chivalrous guy. So you pull out her chair. She sits down, you sit down, you take your napkin, you put it on your lap. You put your foot touching hers and you start kicking it a little bit as you look at her in the eyes and smile, I'm creating connection. So I think that it's important that a person have a movie in their mind. You know, you've been to good movies where you get so emotionally involved. You go, why did this movie have to end? I love this movie. Where's part two? And then it's, oh, part two is four years away, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, so you just are so entranced in the visualization. You create little snippets. I call them snippets of time, little snippets with your specific person. And you see it, you feel it, you feel the details. You involve all the senses, smell. Hmm. I smell, I smell a brisk being cooked in the back, or I, I smell, I smell some roses that are on the table that I had, you know, smell, touch, feel, make it exciting, make it detailed, feel it as if you're present tense. And you can do this as you fall asleep. You can do this any time of day and you can get this down to where you can almost do it like almost any place, almost any place. And then from that visualization, from those feelings of being together with this person, you create affirmations and sometimes incantations and you start using them to remind yourself of that feeling. What is an incantation? Okay. So an affirmation is an, I'm, I'm affirming this is my new belief and an incantation is a direct command to your subconscious mind, where you tell your subconscious mind to make you feel a certain way or believe a certain way. What if someone, I want my ex back, but I'm still so resentful and bitter in how things ended. Because I've, I've done that before, where I tried to think of them coming back or try to imagine those things, but then my anger comes in. And I'll like try to manifest them texting me back, and then I'll think of what I'll say back, and it's something rude. And I'm like, shit, no, V, <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing it right. You could want him back so you can punish him, you know? Um, but... <laughs> But then you can end up with somebody better and punish them too, you know? Oh. Uh, 
I don't want that. I think, you, I think, I don't think there's, see, we don't want to feel vulnerable being hurt. So we're going to be angry instead. I think at some point, self-healing, self-clearing, um, that kind of thing, uh, using some, some audio programs that you can listen to that work on your subconscious mind. But there's no, there's no benefit in hanging on to the hurt or hanging on to the anger. There's, there's no upside to it. There's no payoff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how I manifest things. I, my, I'm, I make my anger my superpower. I, I pour into myself because it's passion. Because there's a correlation between anger and passion and motivation. Because it's one of the few times you're focused. You don't second guess yourself that passion. So you redirect it. And then you go after your goals. And then you're like, I'll show them all wrong. <laughs> Even though no one's thinking about you at all. But you're like. <laughs> you're not allowing your anger to uh, work against you. You're kind of doing uh, mental judo and using that anger in a positive way. That's good. I like that. Positive anger. There's a book title right there. Okay. Positive. <laughs> I love that. Um, so my next question is, can someone accidentally manifest harm to someone else or is it true that kind of uh there's some saying that when you wish bad on someone else it comes back to you in three well you know neville goddard says everyone is you pushed out so from neville's perspective if you pick up a newspaper or look on the internet or watch tv and you see all that bad stuff happening in the world at some level you've created that that's your reality. A real manifester at some level takes responsibility for everything that's going on in their reality because it's their reality. For me, if I feel like people are very negative, I tend to stay away from them because I genuinely believe that I will accidentally take on their negative energy. But then if let's say you are a public figure or you have coworkers that are jealous that you're getting a promotion, is it possible for them to accidentally manifest harm to you because they're jealous or as long as you're protecting your own energy field it's yeah well i don't i don't think you give uh i don't think you give power to that i got a threat a couple days ago somebody said that he's bringing my life to an end and blah 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 blah, blah. and who knows for Cute. whatever reason you know yeah he's going that. through something and then he yeah. has to project yeah right and so i thanked him for his email and i said i wish you the best on your journey and uh, I'll try to do the best on my journey. And, and that was that. And I, then I just blocked him. But I just, you just can't give that stuff a lot of uh, energy. Right. We choose everything in our life. So I can choose to not give this person power. Because the reason I cannot manifest the end of me, but if someone threatens me, my career is going to be over, I'll start thinking about it. Maybe he's right. Maybe there are some holes in my career. Oh my God, maybe people will remember that thing that I said. So then I bring on myself on accident. Right. You're looking from a scarcity mindset again. You're worried about losing instead of what you're creating. And if you believe that you can always recreate yourself, then you can. I like that. I've talked before about this. The, uh, somebody taught me this about uh, a way where you have to hang up the phone with your thoughts, which basically is everything you were saying as well. It's just a different analogy. How um, when, when I keep having thoughts of wanting a job or someone to call me or someone to love me again, if I keep thinking about it, I'm keeping the, the landline busy because I keep calling them and that's why they're not able to call me back because the line's busy. So that's why where you have to hang up the phone in order for them to finally call me back. The line has to be free. So is there a reason why when you're thinking about someone longing for them, they never come back? Once you move on, that's, you, they always want you when you just, you already forgot about them, when you don't want them. How come they don't come back when you're still hurting or when you want them to come back? There's a saying that Neville, Neville Goddard says, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. Ah, oh, yes. You see the difference? So when you're in that state of want, you're attracting more want. That's what you're putting out there. That's what, just think of the law of attraction, the universe as a big mirror. Whatever you're putting out is being reflected back into your life. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of like if I feel, when I'm feeling down, I remember in July when I was sat over a guy in, in a friendship breakup, I was feeling suddenly friendless or unlovable. And then suddenly I started to notice more of anyone else that didn't give me love. Suddenly it, it was uh, intensifying and validating how unlovable I am. And I took things more personally because it just felt like no one wanted to be around me, but it was in my head. And then once I told myself that's in my head and I poured my anger into my work and even created one of my best episodes on the podcast, Four Ways to Self-Love, then, and I stopped taking personally, then the people who didn't text me back before were like, oh my God, I was so busy. Hey, let's hang out. And then, because I started telling myself I have friends, so I started creating it. I started making plans with other people who did want to see me. And then suddenly the, the people who didn't want to see me in the past were suddenly hitting me up. It's just, it's annoying though. Like, why do I always have to be my best in order for people to be around me? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you want to be your best though? That's true. I mean, that's really what the whole game is about in my perspective. From my perspective is that this is always about taking your life to the next level, whatever it is, you know, in your, your family life, your physical life, your mental life, your emotional life. We don't attract what we want we attract what we are. Meaning, if you want love, you have to be love. You have to you give have to yourself love. You have to be in alignment love. with love. Yeah, you have to be at the vibration of love. I like that. I love that. Um, what do you have to say to people who feel as though manifesting is BS? Do you have any other concrete proof that can kind of give someone who may not be uh, a believer of it? Anything that's really going to be substantial, that's going to help somebody at some level, they're going to prove it to themselves in their own way. They're going to go, oh, yeah, I've been reading about that, hearing about that. I thought it was a bunch of BS, but, oh, this just happened to me. And that just happened. And then they start to see, in my own life, it's starting to work out. I don't think I can convince anybody of anything when it comes to the law of attraction. I think it's something that you prove to yourself. And you start small, like I said, with parking spots or... I like to, to look for odd objects, weird stuff on eBay. And oftentimes it's just not there. But if I put it out, then when I'm searching eBay, oftentimes it just shows up and I go, wow, I thought that was rare. I thought there wasn't very many of them. How is this showing up again? So you speak about manifesting while you speak, which is funny because there's a trick in college where they say you should listen to your professor's recordings while you sleep to remember everything. Can you speak on the power of sleeping in general? I, I have four things that are, are kind of like the cornerstone of, of my life. And number one is sleep. I have to have sleep. Sleep is essential because it renews you, but also there's a lot of work that you can do while you're sleeping. There's a lot of manifesting that can be done. I just created an eight hour manifesting uh, program uh, and I just released it today, as a matter of fact, on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. And it's designed to work on your self-concept, who you are, what you see yourself as. So I think sleep is important. I think the next thing, of course, is what you put in your body because that's important. Okay. If you want to, if you want to attract good things, you got to feel good and eating good things is important. The next thing of course is exercise, moving your body. And I believe in doing affirmations while I have mine laminated in my shower. Okay. And that's where I do my affirmations every day. 
But I also believe in doing affirmations when you're on your bike, when you are exercising, when your heart rates up, but you can also, you can also do affirmations when you are very relaxed as well, or when you are sexually charged. So got to have a good body. Exercise is important for that too. And of course, recreation. You have to make yourself feel happy. Making yourself feel happy puts you in a position to manifest so much easier. Got it. Okay. So how can one manifest in their sleep? Because typically people use sleep as a time to completely, well, they think they're completely disconnecting from their real life issues or desires because they're sleeping. For me, I use, I use a lot of programs, but then I'm, I am a, a master hypnotherapist. So I create custom programs uh, for different people, depending on their goals and dreams. And one of them that I I create a daytime one and usually a nighttime one. I like the nighttime one because we're not just going down into sleep. We're we're coming up and going back down and coming up and going back down. And it's in these in-between stages when we're coming up that we're in theta, we're in a wonderful place to receive new beliefs okay beliefs that we've designed now we can do that through uh through audio programs that just play off in the distance you're quiet some of them some people say i can't stand listening to your voice while i'm sleeping it keeps me awake okay then we'll make a subliminal one okay so you won't hear my voice consciously but you'll hear it subconsciously so that's one method. But aside from that, you know, there have been a lot of people that were very successful before audio tapes came along. And what did they do? They, they didn't have television and, 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 and iPhones and stuff like that before they went to bed. They maybe read their book. Uh, they thought about their business. They thought about what, what field they were going to plow the next day, what they were going to, what kind of crops they were going to create, what kind of ships they were going to build, you know, what, what they were going to invent. And they took that into sleep. And this was their habit every night. Unfortunately, we're taking a lot of this into sleep with us. And that's not empowering us to our full potential, you know? I like that you're talking that you're saying all that about sleep because recently I haven't been sleeping well. So it's good to know that that is important to manifest and to recharge and to kind of be, you know, the best. Yeah. So get a weighted blanket. That helps. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're in the womb. You know, everybody likes being back at the womb just for a few moments for, a, for an evening. I, uh, I recently started doing whale sounds and that's kind of been putting me to sleep. Nice. But my friend actually was trying to get on a diet and no matter what she did, she couldn't. And now she listens to this one recording every night. And she said that helped her with her cravings. So it really is a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Every time I read all the comments on your YouTube videos, they're beyond convincing. I mean, for someone who's never heard of you or your practice, what would you say to encourage someone to follow your teachings? I think that we present a lot of information on our YouTube channel. We're also on Instagram as well, but YouTube is where we, we really get into techniques. Now, techniques are just tools. You have to be willing to suspend your disbelief long enough to allow good things to happen in your life. I had a client many years ago. He wasn't a client. He was a guy who was homeless and he came into a shop I owned at closing time because he knew I helped people. And he said, I'm homeless. They're going to throw me in jail because I've been in a a bar fight and they want to put me in jail. I don't have a job and uh, I drink too much. I said, okay. So I took out a business card and I wrote down these words, good things are coming my way. And he put that business card in his pocket. I didn't see the guy for two years. Well, about a year and a half. And one day I was coming out and there's a pickup truck there and, uh, I'm brand new, nice truck. I wonder who it was. And he gets out of the truck and he says, do you remember me? And I go, not really. 
and he pulls out the card and there it is. It's all tattered. It's almost two years old, a year and a half, two years. It's almost tattered. And it says, good things are coming my way. Aww. He says, I have kept this card on me every single day since I met you. And I wanted to come by and thank you because I have a new truck. I have a new home. I have a new girlfriend. I have a new job and I never did go to jail. And I said, okay, that's great. And I just, you know, I felt like tearing up right there for him. You know, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, wow, he took one simple thing. It wasn't, I mean, we do some stuff on the YouTube channel. We give you techniques and step-by-step and all of that law of attraction solutions. But he took that one simple thing, but he put belief into it. He realized that the only thing that he had to hang on to, he needed a rope to hang on to was that card in his pocket. He says, I'll never let it go. Yeah, I love that because, yeah, people just it's not even about manifesting or anything like, I mean, whoever doesn't want to believe in something concrete. It's more about just you need to believe in something. You need hope. I think hope is really helpful. So like because for me, this story touched me and I'm teary eyed. But I know if I think of someone like my dad or a lot of other listeners, my dad is I grew up with my father being very negative. My dad always thinks the worst is coming. And sometimes I remember I would sit there, I sit there and I kind of say, but what if the worst things don't happen? What if something good actually happens? Yeah. Like, why not just believe? Well, that's Even a, that's listen a to technique story, I teach, it's inspiring to me. You know, oh, that's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I teach that. Tech. So it's so what if? Yeah. Well, what if he's a crook? Well, what if he's not a crook? Yeah. What if he's a nice guy? And my dad was very negative too. He didn't trust people. Everybody was bad, that kind of thing. You know, I understand that. What if, what if this, what if this doesn't work out? And what if it does, then what happens? You see, yeah. you can, you can do this to yourself because your mind will play the what if game with yourself. Well, you know, what if this doesn't happen? What if this, this blog I'm writing, nobody reads it. What if everybody reads it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I like that you said how you, you, you have to believe it for long enough. So for example, if someone watches one of your videos and does exactly the steps you tell them, which I've done in the past too. And then a day later, I start to be negative again. I'm like, of course. Okay. Well, still a full day. Didn't text me. It doesn't care about me, blah, blah, blah. So that's how it doesn't work. You have to continue right, right, right. Yeah. with the positive and the belief and all that. So I it's like not that. something you do. It's something you are. If you're a co-creator, if you're a conscious manifester, where you're going to consciously manifest your own direction in life, you don't do it now and then. You do it all the time. I think people like Oprah and Jim Carrey and a lot of other people in the industry have talked about that. Jim Carrey is a is really into um, believing manifesting. Uh, I'm a big fan of his, and he even talked about the the check that he had that he wrote one million dollars um, for a specific date. The one day he was going to give to his father when he didn't have that money in the bank account. And then one day that day came and he had the $1 million for his dad to cash out. So I think that's really cool. Real quick story. I had a, I had a client. She uh, called me about making more money and attracting more money into her life. And uh, she was in a online video kind of thing that wasn't what she really wanted to do, but she had to make a living. Okay. So we'll just put it that way. And she says, I need to make some money because I want to start a business. I'm like, how much you want to make? I need to make at least, I forget what it was, 2000 a week. Okay. I said, okay, 2000 a week. And I said, what are you making now? She says, oh, I make about a thousand. I need to make 2000 a week. I said, why are you limiting yourself to 2000? So there we came back to that thing we talked about in the beginning or something better. And so she started creating $2,000 a week or something better. She, she saw it getting bigger. And she says, I just feel like the money's going to come, but nothing's happened yet. And I said, it'll come. Just relax. She won a million dollars on the line. What? Yeah. No way. You won something better. I've had several people win 100000 or 50000 or 20000 or 10000 But she won a million dollars. Yeah. Her picture's wow. on my website. So you can see her picture holding the big check there. How long after this conversation did she win the million dollars? Oh, I would say it was about two weeks. No. Yeah. 
It was two weeks. And she had detached. She got the scratcher. It was a scratcher. She got the scratcher and she let her daughter do it. She didn't even look at it, put it in her purse, didn't even think about it, got home and was ready to throw it. Cause her daughter said, no, it wasn't a winner. Ready to throw it in, in the trash. But she said, well, I better double check. And she double checked and there it was a million dollars. Totally detached because she knew the money was coming. Wow. That's that's amazing. And by the way, you guys, I will put this uh, the, uh, his website link in my description so you'll be able to access his teachings and also see the picture of this lady. Um, you know, every time I've tried to do the scratcher things, I always yeah. win my money back. I've never well, won good. real money, but only win my money back. So it's well, that's your belief, I, right? That, that I'll always win my money back. Because it's always always happens, yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, that's oh, my I'll belief just too. I always win my <laughs> I I believe I always win my money back. You know, that's so funny. Um, okay. So you speak about signs of where there's someone still speaking of you. One of them is if you can't get them out of your head, quote unquote, sometimes it means that it's because they're thinking about you. And I agree with it and I love it. I love that type of thought process, but where should one draw the line between obsessing over someone and believing in true manifesting? Because when does it become obsession where if I'm just always like oh I know he still loves me and I know he's thinking about me right now oh I can feel it versus being like okay switch up your reality you're becoming okay, a little so, obsessed so I you know I know he loves me and I know he's thinking about me and you know I really don't give up you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah I don't care because I am on my best life and I made a commitment to live my best life, whether I'm with him, someone better or no one at all. It doesn't change anything. Do you see what I'm saying? Now you've, you've detached yourself from the obsession and you you, you see the sign you go, okay, that's a sign. He's thinking about me. You know, not much I can do about that. I'm tapped into it, but it doesn't mean anything. Right. Cause yeah. I've done I'm that not, before where I think, I think someone's thinking about me. I'm like, oh, I know he's missing me. I th he's thinking about me. So then I reach out instead of a giving, allowing them to reach out. And then I'm disappointed by their response because they're not everything I made up in my head, how obsessed they, how much they're longing for me. I end up reaching out and then they're kind of like, yeah, what's up, blah, blah. And then I'm like, great. Why did I even say anything? Yeah. So you reach out, which indicates that you're chasing and when you're chasing something else is what, what is it doing? It's running, running. running. Yeah. So what are you currently working on? You said you had something new right now on your website. Is there anything else that is coming out in the future that you're working on that people should look out for? Yeah, we have a book coming out. It should be out in a couple months called a 1011 affirmations. So it's one, 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 one affirmations. And they're on all different topics. And it talks a little bit about how to use the affirmations, how to get them to work for you. So it's just not a book on affirmations, but it's, and most of the affirmations, not all of them, but most of them are present tense affirmations. So uh, I think that's a good resource for people. We have a workshop coming up in Sedona, Arizona on 1111. 11, 12, and 11, 13. So we have people coming from Australia, Germany, England, the Middle East, India, Switzerland. But if you live in Nevada, California, uh, Arizona, Washington, Oregon, it's going to be pretty easy for you to get to Sedona. I think it's going to be an incredible weekend where we're literally going to work on putting you in alignment getting rid of that negativity, that negative junk, those limiting beliefs and doubts and putting you in alignment with what you really desire. And you can get information on that by going to manifestyourperfectdestiny.com. Is there anything you feel like I didn't ask that you wanted to add? I think you are extremely thorough. I mean, I feel like I've been scrubbed. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, you've done, you've done a, a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. And so you're much. invited, by the way. You're invited. If you want to come, you be my guest. I would love to have you. Oh, really? Sudo. Yes. Okay. Maybe we can even do a, a podcast there, a live one or something. Who knows? Okay, I'm going to write it down so I can have it. Um, wait, when, my last question is, this wasn't on my questions, but I am curious. Is it true that some people just 
genuinely have some type of intuition or psychic abilities or the manifesting and it's more powerful in them than some other people or can everyone just manifest strongly sometimes i feel like some people are just a little luckier than other people is that is that true well i don't know about luck but i would say that that each of us has a path and a destiny we've chosen where we're at at some level and so here we are wherever you're at and you can manifest and take things to the next level. So nobody's stuck. Nobody's trapped. Nobody can't do something if they want to. It's your journey. It's your path. You are a co-creator. The, the God force energy that created the heavens and the earth and the stars and the sky and all of that also lives within you. You have unlimited power and ability. So you're saying if everyone used this power, then everyone will be the next Justin Bieber? Well, do we need more wanted? than one Justin Bieber? I don't no. know. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you'd be the next whatever you are. You know, maybe that's, maybe that's better than Justin Bieber. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, where can people find you? Well, uh, you can go to YouTube and Law of Attraction Solutions, Robert Zink, type in either one, or go to our website, Law of Attraction Solutions. We're on Instagram, Law of Attraction Solutions, and uh, that you do it. Okay, well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, you guys. Don't forget to check out all of his information. It'll also be in the description of my bio. And yeah, let me know if you guys have any questions. And thank you so much again for listening to another episode of Almost Adulting. Bye, guys.